Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Monday, December 12th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A derecho caused major damage a year ago as it swept across the Midwest. There's not a lot of historic information on these extreme wind events. Scientists can only speculate how they'll fare with climate change. You're probably going to be seeing them in places or at times of the year where you didn't see them before. We will have that story in just a few minutes. The International Institute of St. Louis has helped resettle more than 200 families who left Afghanistan. Officials say more are coming from other states because of the resources available in St. Louis. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. Salaman Salamahil arrived in New Jersey from Afghanistan in August 2021. He fled his country with family members and co-workers. Salaman Hill was a contractor with the U.S. government and was afraid the new regime would harm him. Salaman Hill and his mom lived in New Jersey for six months before moving to St. Louis. In the last year, the International Institute has seen a 25% increase in Afghan immigrants and refugees moving to St. Louis from other cities. Salaman Hill says he heard it was a welcoming place. I chose St. Louis because the people that I know, they were awesome. And I heard a lot about the uh, Midwestern culture. Solomon Hill hopes the region will continue to welcome Afghan arrivals. I'm Andre Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. One of the finalists for St. Louis Police Chief has reportedly withdrawn from the search. Melron Kelly is the deputy police chief in Columbia, South Carolina. WIS-TV reports Kelly decided to drop out after consulting with family and advisors. He concluded there is more work to be done on his current job. Interim police commissioner in St. Louis, Michael Sack, former Norfolk, Virginia Chief Larry Boone, and Wilmington, Delaware Chief Robert Tracy are the remaining finalists. St. Louis is planning to name a new chief by the end of the year. The VA St. Louis healthcare system is encouraging veterans to apply for toxic exposure-related health care and benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act Expanded benefits and health care in August for veterans exposed to hazardous toxins like radiation, toxic air, smoke, Agent Orange, and burn pits. Dr. Donna Kaufman is with the VA St. Louis Healthcare System. She says it's important for doctors to ask veterans if they are experiencing symptoms that could be from exposure. You know what? Are you having any symptoms that you're concerned about that we haven't talked about that might be related to exposures? And it opens that conversation. And I think that is really a really important part of what this particular act does for us. The VA is holding a PACT Act event tomorrow at the Urban League for people to learn more and apply for benefits. A hearing begins today in St. Louis on whether a murder conviction should be overturned. Lamar Johnson has been in prison for almost 30 years for the 1994 killing of Marcus Boyd. Johnson maintains his innocence. The state stands behind the conviction. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner is supporting Johnson's efforts to clear his name. Two others have confessed to the killing. Both say Johnson was not involved. A proposal in Illinois would allow some psychologists to prescribe Schedule II ADHD medications to minors and the elderly. Alex Degman reports. State Representative Maurice West's measure lets prescribing psychologists issue non-narcotic Schedule II medications to patients younger than 17 and older than 65. 
Currently, only psychiatrists can do that, and West says those appointments can be hard to get. Right now, the wait to see a psychiatrist is very lengthy, very long, um, and we're still having a lot of conversations with, with uh, for example, the Psychiatrist Association to ensure that they are uh, satisfied. Prescribing psychologists do receive additional training, but it's not the same medical training as psychiatrists. West expects to start working on this again next month when new lawmakers are sworn in. I'm Alex Stegman. Gas prices in the St. Louis area are continuing their downward trend. Gas Buddy's weekly survey of more than 980 stations shows a nine-cent drop per gallon over the past week. Prices in the region are averaging $2.87. That's down roughly 42 cents from a month ago and around 18 cents lower than last year. The national average is $3.21. Prices in the Metro East are as high as $3.79 a gallon. They are hovering around $3 a gallon in Rolla. Prices range from $2.79 to roughly $3.55 a gallon in the Quincy area. People in the Midwest are used to severe thunderstorms and tornadoes. Another weather phenomenon is becoming more common, derechos. A derecho swept throughout the Midwest, including Missouri and Illinois, a year ago, bringing widespread damaging winds, tornadoes, and killing at least five. Harvest Public Media's Katie Pikus reports. On December 15th last year, it was unusually warm in central Iowa, 70 degrees, when a derecho blew through. It hit Matt Thompson's seed and fertilizer application business. There was a building there. You could see the pad still sitting there, the gravel. That's where one of the buildings was. Lost Grove Ag Services near Harcourt, Iowa, lost five of its six buildings. Thompson recalls getting to the business early the next morning to survey the damage. And when the sun came up, it was... We didn't know what we were going to do. It was pretty devastating to see. It was unbelievable. I'll never forget that. Derechos are widespread, long-lived windstorms, and this derecho was unique. The first recorded in December anywhere in the U.S. Wind gusts exceeded 80 miles per hour. The straight-line winds and tornadoes that accompanied left nearly $2 billion in damage, stretching from Kansas to Michigan. Iowa, in particular, has been caught in the crosshairs of derechos over the last couple of years. Bill Gallus is a meteorology professor at Iowa State University. He says derechos thrive on warm, humid air in the atmosphere's lower levels, creating thunderstorms, something the Midwest often has. Those thunderstorms are able to tap into very strong winds happening higher up in the atmosphere, even up toward the jet stream, so that they can bring those strong winds down to the ground. That is what happened in the recent December 2021 derecho in the Midwest. There isn't a lot of research on derechos, so scientists say it's hard to know how they'll fare in a warming Earth. Gallus says there's more energy in the atmosphere as it warms, and that could pave the way for more powerful and more frequent derechos. Since derechos like warm, humid air, you're probably going to be seeing them in places or at times of the year where you didn't see them before. So they may be starting to happen more to the north. But scientists can't say for sure, and some attribute the uncertainty to the fact that there's no official database for derechos like there is for hurricanes or tornadoes where they can look for historic trends. That's something the National Weather Service is working on. Matthew Elliott is a warning coordination meteorologist based in Norman, Oklahoma. He says derechos have no formal definition. 
when you hear the word derecho, it's got to trigger something. It's got to trigger that this is the worst windstorm that I'm going to see. Once they have a label and better data, Elliot says it'll make forecasting derechos easier and will give people more warning to get to safety. The National Weather Service has improved the alert system. That's after a highly destructive derecho hit Iowa and Illinois back in August 2020, killing four people. Now when a severe thunderstorm warning is issued with strong winds of at least 80 miles per hour, people get an alert on their phones. But Northern Illinois University atmospheric scientists and disaster geographer Walker Ashley says more should be done with urban planning and building codes. We build at the bare minimum standards in this country, and that has all sorts of consequences from heating costs to damage within extreme damaging wind events. After all, Ashley says as cities grow and sprawl out, they're putting more people in harm's way of extreme weather, like derechos. I'm Katie Pikus, Harvest Public Media. Harvest Public Media is a collaboration of public media newsrooms in the Midwest and Great Plains. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.